but here we go. Hey, uh, hey, Anthony, do you like do you like my new shirt? Sure, man, it's cool. It could have been better. What was that? I said it could have been better. You want to fight about yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Let's go, chump. Ah! <laughs> Hold on a second. We don't need the fight. We don't. All you need to do is go to 86.com and choose from one of their many designs. Franchises range from Skullgirls to Street Fighter and even Blaze Blue. And if you check out 86 through this Twitch channel, use 86.com slash question mark AFF equals four to let them know that Mission Star Podcast sent you. Oh my god, the things you guys missed uh, while I had the things muted. Hello everybody, welcome to the show. Let me put the music on, there we go. Welcome back, we are back from a week of no show from last week. But in that time, things have happened. It is, E3 is around the corner, and uh, news is happening. But before we get into it, of course I need to introduce my dynamic trio. We got Greg Dietz. Hi. And which I forgot to set up a image for uh, Ramen, but Ramen is here. Yo, what's up, everybody? So we got our we got our, our threesome, um, and uh, we are prepared to talk about everything in the gaming news. And uh, some of this stuff it may be a little old, but uh, bear with us. We need to talk about it. But with that being said, let's jump right into it so we're gonna start off with uh this is regarding the, the the big thing that happened also that's not the right video uh this is <laughs> <laughs> so uh this was reported off of microsoft uh, news.com sony and microsoft to explore strategic partnership this was written by uh no it's a press release okay uh, Sony Corporation and Microsoft Corporation announced on Thursday that the two companies will partner on new innovations to enhance customer experience and their direct to consumer entertainment platforms and AI solutions. Under the memorandum of understanding signed by the parties, two companies will explore joint development of future cloud solutions in Microsoft Azure to support their respective game and content streaming services. In addition, the two companies will explore the use of current Microsoft Azure data center-based solutions for Sony's game and content streaming services. By working together, the companies aim to deliver more enhanced entertainment experiences for their worldwide customers. These efforts will be also include building better development platforms uh, for the content creator community. So, this broke last week, uh, or two weeks ago, and um, it, it was, for, for some people, it was the end of the console wars. Uh, the walls have, are finally being broken down, um, and for others, it's simply that uh, Sony just using Microsoft's uh, 
data infrastructure for for future streaming uh, their streaming content and future ideas and what have you. So my yeah, definitely. So um, I you know I am on the side that I think that this is a very very good thing that while. I don't think this will end the console wars. I think this is a very good step towards that idea. Um, and this it's, is... It's certainly less less in turn... Like, you have to keep in mind, one of the big aspects of this has nothing to do with consoles. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what, they're, what they're doing is just teaming up for something else. Right. I'll yeah. still take it, though. Just like, it, we well, have never... We, we haven't seen Microsoft and Sony do something together at all in a very long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, because from what I have um, gotten from it is that it's they're they're using Microsoft or teaming up with them uh, for help with their uh, their video game streaming services. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like uh, like right now the PlayStation now I think it's all done like with like with, with within Sony, okay. And if you've ever played PlayStation now, it's it's very finicky. Um, so with Microsoft's help and the stuff that they've been uh, doing over the past few years will help make their streaming platform for games stronger because you have Google coming out with um, Stadia, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, okay, well, how about we team up here? You guys help us with your guys' tech and whatever else. Like, like I don't, I like, it hasn't been said that it, that, that means that it's like, okay, we're going to have... Uh, the Xbox Live service on the PlayStation in the future, and vice versa, or there's uh, they're going to be sharing um, any um, I, 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 IPs that are owned. And the thing, know? the thing about that is, like, I, I kept going back and forth on that, on that theory that that they're teaming up to fight against the bigger corporations of Google and iTunes and other companies that are per- doing their own streaming service. And part of me, I can understand that. Met that that thinking that that might be the, the way that they're doing this but at the same time i don't think that's the case they're doing it yeah well see i mean okay like maybe i, I worded that wrong like I, I i don't feel like it's more of like they're teaming up i mean it, um, you're not the only one though it? but you're not the only one people other people have said like, yeah, that's I was, the I was like i've seen this online too yeah, yeah. so yeah and yeah. I, I just thought you were regurgitating that ramen just mm-hmm. to Say a oh point and, and no 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 I'm, I'm just that's just like what in, it's in my head <laughs> i mean it's fine i regret shit <laughs> yeah. all the time to get a reaction but uh no what i was saying what i was thinking is like um if that were the case if if sony and microsoft were teaming up to beat the lights of of, of google you would you would think that they would go a different route you would mm-hmm. think that they would go a different route than this um what this seems like is just microsoft and sony both have technology that the other can benefit from um and instead of fighting each other in that regard they're working together to make stuff for consumers a little bit better yeah um exactly exactly that's what that's what it screams to me Mm -hmm. but like like anthony said this is this is exactly the step forward that we need to ending the console wars but the problem is that comes from ending the console wars and i use quotation fingers is that Nintendo's going to be Nintendo. They're going to do weird shit with their consoles. They're going to come out yeah. with weird consoles, and that's what they do. Microsoft and Sony have always competed neck and neck with like the the, the best of the best, and they're still going to compete with exclusives because mm-hmm. that's how they will make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, we are going to see a lot more of Sony and Microsoft working together. 
in terms of yeah. tech, in terms of cross-platform and shit like that. Yeah. So I'm I'm really hoping that I'm really hoping to see more of that. But yeah. Like this uh, isn't the end of the console wars. This is not. Like, yeah. No. I I would I would agree with that. Like um I'm mean, like as it is like uh I feel like Microsoft like they've 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 already there's been there, there's been rumors that uh you're gonna have xbox live or whatever their their streaming services on the uh the uh, switch yeah so uh, maybe the, they're uh, like they're like they're like you know what like we're gonna kind of back out from making consoles but let's make a service for for you know certain games for our structure that we've built for everybody on every console yeah the uh, and, game like, pass the yeah yeah, the Game Pass. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and you're not wrong. Like Microsoft, like they will still make their consoles, but it seems more. It seems like they're more emphasizing the Game Pass to put um, not only on their consoles, but thinking about putting on a Switch, possibly other platforms as well, um, because they're more focused on people signing up for that service rather than having people still buy the consoles. Like, don't get me wrong, I think they still want people to buy the consoles and play the games on there, but I think that the end game for them might be just be the Game Pass itself yeah yeah that that's kind of like what like where like i'm kind of going with this because like all right well as far as like uh first party stuff the weakest you know is has has been xbox for a while like you got halo and that's not too popular anymore i would beg to differ but yeah <laughs> I mean, no 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 you know like like Okay, you you guys you guys know me for fucking years. You guys know I'm a fucking big ass Halo fan. <laughs> okay, I can tell you like Halo isn't what it it, it used to be like mm -hmm. way back in the day. It's well, not in, a, in in that in that vein, the reason it's not the reason it's not is because Five was a hunk of shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but the 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 reaction that I've seen online from anything involving uh, Infinite has been pretty hype. So yeah, no, same here, same here. I'm I'm I'm, I'm like literally going to wait and if infinite is tight i'm buying an xbox right the yeah the fan base for for halo and gears is still there still, yeah, still alive there. Mm -hmm. yeah. um it's just that microsoft needs to do something with it and yeah uh what i what i really hope to see in the future is microsoft just go you know what fuck it rare start developing the games for the consoles like we're a third-party publisher now too yeah yeah and i mean that's 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 kind of where like i'm kind of thinking too it's like all right well like I don't know, I, I I don't see too much of a future with all this stuff coming out, you know, with them trying trying to push their their uh, their Xbox um, game gamer pass onto like Switch and then partnering up with Sony to to help them, like going like anywhere, like out, you know, I mean, as far as like going into making like a new console. The thing the thing I also want to point out with this is. Um... Man, I just lost train of thought. <laughs> um, keep talking. I, I I was gonna bring up something I completely forgot about part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, my my thing is I just don't see, I don't see Microsoft or Sony, even though in in their recent activity being very positive in my mind, uh, going the route of sacrificing the potential of money that they would make exclusively to their own console to, oh. to basically the console sellers oh yeah no 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 i'm i'm no there i think that is there's no question about that they're gonna hang on to their stuff and do their thing yeah i just remember oh, what i was gonna good. say um so i think it's more of right. microsoft where it's questionable gotcha uh one thing i, was, I forgot to gonna say i was gonna say was um 
So yeah, you're completely right, Brahmin, that there and it's been known that Microsoft has been la lacking in the exclusives department. Um, but I feel whenever when the time will come, because they did sign a lot of studios um, under their belt uh, not too long ago to you know create exclusive uh, Microsoft uh, content and video games for them. Mm -hmm. So. You know, if they are good or not, it's all, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But at the very least, Microsoft is trying to do something to help that department. Mm -hmm. So, all right, moving on to our next topic at hand. Um, this is in regards to E3. Hey, I fancy that. Um, but particularly Activision. This is written on GameIndustry.biz, written by Brandon Sinclair. No show floor booth for Activision at E3. E3 floor plans revealed another big player has left the LLCC show floor. EA returned with a private uh, meeting room. Activision's on again, off again relationship with the E3 show floor uh, is off again. As noted uh, by Reset Error user uh, Ross T, the E3 exhibitor site has floor plans for, the, for this year's show at the Los Angeles Convention Center. With all the largest booth spaces accounted for and the Call of Duty company not among them. An Activision representative confirmed the company's plan saying, while we don't have a traditional space on the show floor, we look forward to participating at E3 across a number of activities. Instead of a booth, Activision will be talking with partners in private meeting rooms upstairs at the LCC much as they did in 2016. Activision also skipped entirely in 2008. This was a, a smaller than usual edition of E3 and the first one back at the LLCC after one year soldiering in nearby Santa Monica. Um, so the reason why I brought this up is because this year's E3, as far as like who's there, who's not there, Sony, not there. Um, no booth, no presence at all. They made it clear, and the show floor plans had, uh, has uh, provided that. Um, Activision, also, they said they won't be there presenting-wise, but they will be making some um, some plans uh, or partner-wise in terms of meeting rooms. Um, I believe the other big one... I mean, EA's always... They've been doing their own thing, yeah, like, at, I mean, EA's, outside. EA's kind of just there. They're, they're, they're only just doing, like, a streaming thing for uh, Twitch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm forgetting somebody, but, like, it's... From the outset, like, it's... It, you start oh, to wonder, like, what... Will E3 change again to fit what what they want to do for now? In, in, in a weird turn of events, uh, Nintendo was the company that saw the writing on the wall first. Um, every other company started to understand it, but only after, and I don't think that there, this is, you know, correlation is not causation, but I find it very fucking amusing that all these companies started realizing how, uh, <laughs> how bad it is to put on a press conference because of how it looks and the mess ups and all kinds of stuff. Thanks to fucking Devolver Digital. Huh? Um, Ramen, have Maybe you had that, the pleasure really? of watching Devolver Digital's conferences? Yeah, I I actually I actually like them because like they're not meant to be taken seriously and they kind of well they're they're satire. Both yeah, are yeah, yeah exactly. Satire. They're it's 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 satire on like press conferences. And, like, well, satire is best done when it proves a point and makes yeah. a point and makes change. Yeah. And if there's not anything that's happening right now at E3 other than change, I don't know what the fuck is. You yeah. know, it's so much better for these companies to just go. Hey, we're just gonna have a digital like thing where we are able to show off what we want, 
and a pre-recorded video, so that way any fuck-ups can be edited out. Um, and I think that's way fucking smarter. Way, like, yeah. it, it, it's been working for Nintendo for years. Sony's gonna be, like, Sony's like, fuck E3, we're doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the state of play thing, like, is brilliant. Uh, it yeah, just well, makes they've, sense. They've, they've pretty much taken the same format as um, Nintendo has with their uh, Direct. Right. Yes, I, I commend Activision for being like, fuck it, we're out. Yeah. I, yeah. It is weird to me that they're not doing a show forth or sort of thing. They're just doing like behind closed doors for press. Mm-hmm. That's a little strange, but the 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 extra shit, like, yeah, yeah well, I get it. I totally. Well, get I mean, it. like, even then though, like the whole thing about um, e e three is that okay? It was supposed to be open to the uh to to everybody so you can go check out all these like new games and that's a really awesome way to uh market but now it's just press and maybe investors and like whatnot now so like a lot of that flair has has worn off now well it's also they're starting to introduce um public tickets for people to buy and actually attend um so it's kind of weird that they're they're going in that direction, and like maybe it's something they want to get into in that direction. Like maybe make it yeah. to another packs, but they're they're not too sure themselves. <clears throat> I'm not sure if you read the article that Browdy put up of um the ongoings behind the scenes of the ESA and how uh how messed up they're or how like you know disorganized or there they are uh, when it comes to E3 and that whole mm-hmm. shindig. Um, yeah. It seems like they don't know what they're doing. It seems like they are trying to figure it out as they go. Uh, yeah. And especially with these big name players starting to pull out for this year, you know who, you know who, 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 who yeah, can I talk today? Um, next year may be a different story, but like in returns of this year, like it, it's a telling thing that hey, somebody, some of the big companies are usually there are not going to be there, and why should they? Because they cost a lot of money, and the only reason why they would go is because E3 um, is a big enough name that to showcase their games at when realistically yeah. you can show you can provide your own day and you can have all the media attention uh to you come to you then rather than do a thing at e3 there's, yeah. there's, modern, there's modern evidence of e3 hype like helping a game immensely uh cuphead mm-hmm. yeah, yeah true yeah that is yeah. very true mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, so it, it, it could be worth it for them it could be worth <laughs> it for a lot of studios i know that uh funny enough fucking uh limited runs gonna be there yeah i saw that too actually <laughs> okay we'll see um how about how about this though okay so what if it just maybe just like a lot of these uh higher name devs and publishers are pulling out because they just don't have anything to really show because we're at this whole cusp of mm-hmm. a a new generation of consoles that could be coming out within i mean like what people people are talking about like within the next like year maybe two years three whatever you know that, so it's like it's like so maybe it's like all right like we're we're still trying to build this stuff on this new hardware we want to make it look good we want to be a part of this whole huge blowout of these new consoles in the next next generation so maybe they're just people the just case. holding their cards close that might be the case but even in that regard um, if you were, you were to, you, you could have made that argument about a lot of different studios that have backed out, but not entirely backed out. Again, this is, this is, this is a huge a- aspect. Activision has never had a press conference. They've they never had a press conference. Yeah. Um, what they've used is Microsoft or Sony's conferences to show off their new games. Yeah. The fact that Microsoft is the only of the big three that are going to have a conference 
um, is A, very telling of the times, but also B, kind of makes sense why Activision is doing what they're doing. Um, yeah. yeah. It's... Mm-hmm. It, it, it For me, it comes down to the idea that it's not so much that they're holding their cards close to their chest. It's more to the idea that they understand the state of E3 and the world when it comes mm-hmm. to advertising your game. Yeah. And it does not make sense to me that they would do that, only in the aspect that they know that, that building hype helps the game when it comes out yeah yeah however i I will argue this building hype too early and then continuously delaying the game loses interest on game for example (laughs) fucking skull and bones i would also say crackdown 3 is also another example of this yeah crackdown 3 sure sure i crackdown 3 less so just because it's it's it was announced about a year before it came out Mm -hmm. give or take right but like, there are examples of, of it, like, don't announce your game too early situation. Yeah, it's like um, The Last Guardian in, like, 12 years that's later. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. We're also seeing a surge of <clears throat> shit just coming out. Just, yeah, like, absolutely. releasing and then no fucking hype. Like, Apex Legends is successful because of it. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of these studios are seeing the fucking, the, the positivity and just making a game and release it you if you don't build hype for it you take the you, there's two advantages you take you take the advantage of a game just coming out and people going oh well i'll check it out because i didn't know anything about it and then you also have the ability to pay less money in advertising to pay high profile streamers to play your game mm-hmm. yeah absolutely you know, like oh ninja got paid a million dollars to play apex legends and do you know how much fucking ea would have spent on advertising way the fuck over way more than that yeah because it's like okay like like the way that i can kind of see this going like the way i would kind of like it to kind of go is like okay there's no more conferences but have like this time of year just still be like that 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 um gamer christmas for for everybody like okay everybody has their their streams their announcements their directs or whatever else what have you all be streamed they all save money company saves money they save the time and then just do it online and create the hype then but make this time of year that gamer christmas yeah that EA has been mm-hmm. agreed. agreed very much agreed moving on to our next topic of hand and speaking of google earlier google has some details regarding its new platform stadia this was on PCGamer.com, written by Paul Lilly. Google will get specific about Stadia pricing and game launches this summer. Uh, so far, Google has kept the public in the dark about Stadia's pricing and games lineup, but it's planning to reveal those and other details about its upcoming gaming streaming service this summer, the company announced today. In case you're wondering, the summer season runs from June 21st to September 23rd. Google didn't mention a specific reveal date in its announcement on Twitter, only that more Stadia details are coming soon. Hopefully that means early summer rather than having to wait until September. Pricing is one of the biggest questions we're looking forward to having answered. There are also so many different directions the company can go. It could charge an hourly rate, a monthly subscription, or something else. Then there's the issue of game ownership. 
Will we be able to buy games or will Stadia be a rental service model? Are they going to be exclusive and what games will be available? All very much valid questions regarding to, you know, what what is Stadia going to be? As far as like when they can announce this, details and all. Uh, my So my gut is telling me July. I think July is when we'll get those details. Um, I, I would have to agree probably July. But for me, like... Like, just for me, in my honest opinion, I don't give a shit about Stadia right now because, like, I I, I just feel like that our internet, mm-hmm. we have, you need to have fucking strong ass internet. We have shitty internet compared to other places over here in America, as far as I understand. Hey, uh, hey to uh, to to, uh, to Europe or Korea and like whatnot. So hey, like until podcast for for weeks and weeks and weeks uh what ramen is doing right now is didn't listen to the podcast when we talked about it and saying the exact same shit we said (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, hey guys i'm kind of new but not really new hello no it's fine (laughs) but because like this this is the exact same issues that we had with it yeah um most people can't afford especially if you live in california cannot afford um uh, uh, unlimited mm-hmm. internet. Like I already pay eighty bucks a month. It's another fifty for unlimited. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even then, even then, like this, the the uh, the speeds that we're like getting. Yeah, that's like, good. Okay, when you go to like other countries, they have gigabit internet. <laughs> you know, it's like I mean, okay, yeah, like what, what the fuck? countries, but so, America, America is is number one in like uh, uh, the amount of people playing games. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Korea, and I'm like percentages wise, Korea, yeah, probably, but um, as for but, number, we're number one, and yeah. um, I don't know what that says about our country, but, oh, but uh, even then, though, like, but yeah. like, like, even then, like, if you talk about like South Korea, like, because they're they're they have like a culture, it's part of their like main yeah. mainstream is like a, a, a esports centric mm-hmm. thing. Like they have fucking stadiums, they have channels yeah. as far as I know dedicated to like StarCraft and like League of Legends and like shit like that. Like TV channels, you can just like watch it home. Definitely, definitely. Um, so I mean, like even then, like really, I I just I don't give a shit about Stadia. Like okay, look, if 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 Stadia was like okay, look, we're you can buy the Stadia, you can buy the fucking controller, but then that controller is gonna be a 5G fucking hotspot for your PC or your laptop or your phone. To play on. Okay, cool. 5G. I'm fucking excited about that. Way better than what the fuck we got like right now. What I, what I said, Robin, what, what I suggested was that Google do more that they can for fiber. In yes, exactly. Because it's, it's it's only been like, a, what, it's like a voting process, something like that, between different uh, cities. Not even states. Cities. Yeah. 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 It's, again, we as, as we said before, like, it's... It is a problem in this country, at least in the U.S., regarding our internet infrastructure. Yeah. Not to mention that these games are not getting any smaller. Some games are, but these big budget ones, they're only yeah. getting bigger. How many yeah, times have we? How many times have we seen day one patches take up at least 15, 20, even more uh, space yeah. in your hard drive? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking uh, look at uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption. The game is fucking ninety yep. something gigabytes just plain, and then. When I proceeded to download it, it stopped at 110. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane for mm-hmm. any system to potentially handle mm-hmm. streaming. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know exactly because it's like because like that's that that's like their their whole thing, right? It's like okay, you won't have to download it to a uh, a hard drive. It's going to be streamed like to you, and it's like that amount of fucking data streaming to you. It's just like what the fuck, <laughs> like and and even hundred gigs. It's like okay, that takes me like two hours for like i don't know like a fucking season of something or yeah. like whatever else you know not not to mention that like and i think this was one of the things they, they said or an option and correct me if i'm wrong here but like i believe one of the options that you could do you can tr- uh, toggle the quality um yeah and I, if, if you wanted like even if you wanted to do that to save bandwidth or uh, or data like why would you p- play like assassin's creed on 240p you know yeah. like why yeah, and then and then, like, even then, though, too, it's like, okay, well, like, if you throttle down the resolution, what is that going to do for your fucking latency on the controller that, that you're using that's apparently wireless? Yeah. I mean, like, they- there's, 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 there's already latency there with a wireless controller. That is, that is true. They yeah, did okay, say. So, one of the big things that we have to keep in mind here, and I like to point this out, we're pointing out all the problems with Stadia. We've we've talked about it before. Raman's bringing it up again. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, you're I'm, right. I'm you're right. Back into My this. point. Yeah. Is, I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up because now here's where we come into the other side of things. If it is priced poorly, it'll be a fucking just a dead fish in the water. I think that's not the phrase. It'll be dead in the water. Yeah. Regardless. <laughs> oh no 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 no! It it, it, it pretty price. much it pretty much jumps in the water and then hits its head on a rock. And then like that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Same analogy. Yeah. But... I mean, like really, like like I, I'm kind of thinking that they're gonna be smart with it. They're gonna be like, okay, fifty bucks a month, like unlimited streaming, like that. That would be a smart way because that's how what a PlayStation Now is doing it, right? It's fifty bucks. I think I'm Stream not games? too sure. Uh, or twenty, I don't know. It, it, but either, yeah. either way, it's not something really fucking huge. You don't have to buy the games, whatever else. What I will say about, oh, uh, go ahead, Greg. I was say uh, uh, something I, would, I do want to point out is I listened to uh, Funhouse, the Funhouse podcast, which is called Dude Soup. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when Stadia was announced the first time, uh, they did make a good point. I think I brought it up on the podcast as well, but the point was that like, um. Google has money to, to blow. Google has money to lose. And uh, with all the other stuff that they have planned that they're working on, that it seems like Stadia is something they don't really care about. It seems like the higher-ups are just like, yeah, yeah, here's a bunch of money to go fucking develop this thing. And if it if it flops, they're really not going to hurt. Like, oh, so- yeah, it's fucking Google. <laughs> yeah, they got <laughs> yeah, all the money know. in the world. But yeah, you're absolutely right on that. I was going to say, like, just looking at it from the other side, we're already seeing more and more talk about the streaming uh, future. Not only from I'll be Google, right back real quick. All right, not only from Google, but like from the gaming industry at large. Um, so, in that direction, Google's kind of taking a step forward to say, like, "Hey, we're going to be the first to actually just go full, uh, full on streaming, and see how that works." Um, and if it works, then I think that this might be this might shape. What future game and and content coming to uh, to consoles and the PCs and what have you um, to possibly be the way that the future would be for the game industry? But um, if it doesn't, then it's it's another flash in the pan and an idea that may or may not have worked. I really I really do see it as a flash in the pan. I see I see at best this this doing 
uh, well enough for where they're going to just be like, okay, well, let's work on Stadia 2. Right. Um, it's just, there, there's just a lot, there's just too much in place to, to, to for this to be a problem. Uh, sorry, for this to be a problem, so. Yeah. Not to mention, like, if you want to counteract if anybody else is doing it right now, or actually, yeah, right now, actually, Microsoft with their, um, with their uh, Xbox Sad Edition, um, where it is an all-digital edition, where you can download all the games and there's no disk drive in it, and you can uh, save them onto your console. I wouldn't say it's the same thing. I mean, uh, vaguely same. Like, it, like, the only difference is that you get to save the games on your console and versus yeah. Stadia, it's all online. Having the game on your hard drive versus streaming it are two entirely different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might as well call my Xbox a sad edition because I don't use the disk drive. Mm-hmm. Good point. Very good I'm point. back here. Welcome back. But point being, uh, we will find out more details and price range of what Google is going to say uh, in this summer. Uh, my gut is saying July, although if they're really ballsy, they'll do it right after E3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Uh, so just quick, quick uh, vote here. Is it going to be subscription based, or can you or can you actually buy your games? Subscription. Games? We don't know. I I, I mean. Okay, no, 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 no. Vote. It, 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 it's the vote. Opinion. I I think it's going subscription based. Subscription. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Uh, oh yeah, subscription. Okay. It'll be a monthly thing. Unanimous. Okay. Yeah. What do you, What about you, uh, Ramen? Subscription. Okay. Yep, we'll see what happens very soon. Moving on to our next topic of hand, and this is regarding something I did not know was happening, and I stumbled upon it, and after I watched it, I am very confused. Uh, <laughs> this is from CNET.com, Pokemon Press Conference, all the big announcements and Twitter reactions written by Jackson Ryan. The Pokemon Company conducted a press conference from Tokyo today announcing a handful of upcoming products that have us looking for our pillows. Um, to, 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 I'm gonna pronounce, I'm gonna mispronounce it. Sorry. CEO of the Pokemon Company stood behind a Pokeball-shaped podium, made a number of business announcements, and notably discussed how the broadcast was in English, Japanese, and Chinese, signaling the intention to get Pokemon to a broader audience. A uh, cavalcade of guest presenters then rolled through, offering up information on the latest products and services the Pokemon is offering up. Uh, it wasn't riveting, but perhaps it set up for a huge reveal. Pokemon Sleep. Um, so, the things that they announced, and I'll just real quick. Pokemon you know, Home. This was, okay, if you guys have not seen this press conference, it was the best You're conference. very quiet, Roman. Okay, hi here. That better? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, if you guys have not seen this press conference, it is probably the best press conference ever put on. It is, it's just so fucking hilarious. It's insane. It's, it's so fucking funny. Yeah. So, okay. So, I'll run through what they announced. Uh, Pokemon Home, uh, basically a, a cloud-based service that you can, um, that you can uh, interact with that will interact with all the Pokemon games or the most current ones. So, Pokemon Go, Pokemon... Uh, on 3DS, Pokemon Pikachu, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevees, it's Sword and Shield. Uh, this is a hub area for all your Pokemon needs. Um, and then they introduce Pokemon Sleep, which essentially, um, it, it, it's as titled, like they actually track how much sleep you get, um, with you and your Pokemon, and they have an actual device to go with it, um, which is called 
Pokemon Go Plus Plus. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now you have a device for when you're walking around and finding Pokemon when that thing thing that little uh, signal lights up, and now you have a device to when you sleep, it tracks information about your sleep <laughs> and find out how much sleep you got uh, with your Pokemon. Um, and then on top, and then the last but not least, well, no, take, take that back. There's two or three other things that they announced. One of the things they actually did show off was a new game that they're working on, um, which is a, uh, it's a mobile game, but it's basically a Pokemon All-Stars where they're bringing in other trainers from all the other generations and you, they will fight each other. Um, yeah, it's pretty much a, uh, gotcha game. Yeah, mobile. pretty much. Um, and then it, after that was, uh, hey... We got a shirt brand that you should check out. <laughs> that was called, uh, what was it called? Hang on. It was called Pokemon. Let's see. It was weird. It was like shorts or some shit like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like this entire press conference was very, very weird. And just like, it's funny too, because Nintendo kind of came out like right afterwards. It's like, hey, don't worry. We our, our main press conference on June 5th. Don't worry. <laughs> We're, we got you covered. <laughs> So it was a very yeah. weird press conference, and it was just out of the blue. I didn't know anything about it until like I heard about it. Um, but yeah, and like the way that it was presented was also just very odd and just funny. Um, it the, was so funny. They used the same music every time, which sounds like I had like a softcore porno. Like <laughs> it I was, actually, I didn't, I did not get a chance to watch uh, watch it itself, but oh my uh, God, I it was very silly and. <clears throat> Um, one of the things that interested me, though, was, like, the Internet's reaction to uh, sleep and home, mm-hmm. where they were just like, oh, we don't care about this anymore. It's like, it's like y'all fucking making fun of it and making jokes, but you know you're going to use it. Yeah. You know you're gonna yeah. I don't mm, Yeah. There, okay, there no, will be okay, some. Look. You're going to download Okay, look. Okay, so, okay, so for... <laughs> okay, so... So, for me... Um, the most exciting announcement was uh, Detective Pikachu 2. Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was, no, it's, it's, it's not number two. It's supposed to be getting ported to the Switch. Yeah. That's really big because yeah, the movie just came out and people are loving the movie. And I've never played, you know, the, uh, the, the, the actual, like, like uh, game on the 3DS. So, okay, cool. We can, people who are interested in the game, they can play it. That's awesome. Other thing, though, is the uh, Pokemon Home. For it to be connected to your 3DS, which, uh, as far as I know, uh, you can get all the Pokemon you can, that you current that are currently out through the 3DS. Yes. And then it connects to your Pokemon Go, and then it, which has like special Pokemon that have like outfits or shinies, like whatever else. And then the new game coming out, just to have like one place on your phone. That can house everything, and apparently, what they said is that you can actually trade with people through that actual app. Yeah, that's fucking can, awesome. Yeah, you can trade home, that. Home is dope. Home is awesome. Like home. Yeah, is- no home. I think I, I I think those two are the really really big fucking like knockouts. Everything else just kind of just like, well, like with this book about here you go. Yeah, you know. sleep, <laughs> sleep is so. It is silly. I'm not saying it's not silly, but it's such a misnomer. Like. Who actually gives a shit? Uh, like if it's a, if it's an announcement they made because you, if it's free, you're all gonna download it. Um, yeah. Secondly, 
the home thing and then like them going, hey, a Sword and Shield uh, conference on the 5th and then going, hey, Detective Pikachu. Also, um, this this cool mobile game where like you actually do Pokemon battles in it is the fuck, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Like, yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. want to see more of that. But like, yeah, for the most part, like. Let's see, like, um, I kind of like that. There was a lot of good in it, and I think a lot of people were just making fun of uh, it. One of one of the things that I actually like is that they gave they gave a shout out to the upcoming oh, uh, yeah. God, 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 Godzilla movie. <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> and he too. Was like, and he was like, he was like, oh, I shouldn't be talking about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> go back to like, <laughs> like, oh, I shouldn't be talking about that. This is Pokemon. Okay, like, go to like, back to like the president, whoever the fuck the guy was that was standing behind. It, it was just so fucking bizarre. You just have this fucking guy who's just talking like, just business suit like very somber yeah fucking, the, like it, giving like a uh a talk to like um um in 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 investors and whatnot but then this is a big fucking pokeball behind them yeah <laughs> like, it's so okay. weird it's like i'm, I'm gonna talk about i'm talking about godzilla for a second there then the, the next person after her it's like oh i'm not sure why he included, included that but okay we're back to pokemon uh it was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it, it was, was so weird it was just like <laughs> what is going on Greg, i i implore you to watch that press conference i that that press conference is just so I, uh, weird and funny I had, I had a lot going on because i was like i i don't have time to watch it but yeah i'll, I'll probably watch it i mean it hurts so what 15 minutes long 20 minutes long yeah it's a very short press conference yeah. um yeah, it, I probably check it, out, it is it, it is a very short but then very long if you cringe a lot it was funny. I, I think I, I think I saw like somebody on Twitter, uh, might have been uh, Thornbush, who was like tweeting at uh, tweeting that hey, uh, did uh, did uh, Autano and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Autano and uh, the IGN guys. Uh, God, the tall the tall guy. Um, tall guy, black hair. Uh, I don't know. Works at IGN. <laughs> Greg, you, you you know this. Tall guy with black hair that works at IGN. Yeah, Brian Otano and um, yeah, I don't remember his name. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, but is it Brian ma- Otano my favorite person in the jam? Yeah, it may, it may, we made a joke saying like, did, so did Brian Otano like made this? <laughs> did, did 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 he like make this press conference? <laughs> oh, cause it, yeah, cause there was a whole thing that Brian Otano did that was a complete like spoof. Mm-hmm. I think it was for for, for April first. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was actually. Yeah, actually, think about it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a big Nintendo conference. Well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, no, but like even though like it, it, it kind of goes back to like what I think Greg was making a point of of just like maybe you shouldn't do live press conferences like this because um, it could be received in like different ways and it could be cringy. Does anyone make or fun of hilarious? Mexico? No, they make fun of live conferences this yeah. shit like this like this like this was a live conference let, let's <laughs> let's we forget let's we forget all the other bad conferences that happened in the previous years at a3 um what was it i think it was it the konami the infamous one with konami where he was like there was a person on stage talking about a game and he's like we got 100 enemies off screen Yay! <laughs> or something along those lines so Giant like enemy crabs yeah oh God, about that. yeah <laughs> so yeah uh end of the day 
Mark, oh no, Microsoft. Uh, Nintendo went out there and it's like, hey, don't worry, we got the real, we got the real shit coming. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this, this yeah, thing, no, you I, know, it's whatever. <laughs> the the only reason why I watched that was for uh, Sword and Shield. Mm. I actually, and it was like, oh, I have, I have, let's go Pikachu. I still have yet to beat it, but beating it is like playing the fucking yellow or I guess technically yellow because I have, I have it's Pikachu. pretty much yellow. Ah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to that time again. Um, and this time, it is going to be Greg saying, which I still need to make an intro for you for that, by the way. Um, it'll come eventually. I just, I just, I, I just want just like this video to pop up and just where it's just like, it's, it's just Greg. He's like, "Fuck you," and then it just starts. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Why You're Wrong with Break Deets. All right, folks. So over, uh, uh, I mean, we recorded this live on Wednesday nights. So yesterday, it was revealed that uh, due to the way that they built the game and leaderboards, you were not going to be able to play Super Mario Maker 2 with friends. At least at launch. Um, again, never said that it couldn't be added later. Never said it couldn't be, you know, changed or whatever. And as it is a bummer, it is certainly no fucking reason to cancel your pre-order. It is certainly no reason to throw a goddamn temper tantrum on Twitter like you're a kid who didn't get a fucking cookie. Making a joke, making a comment of, ah, darn, is fine. Everybody did that. Everybody was like, oh, that kind of sucks. Oh, well. I don't fucking buy Mario Maker to play with friends. That's not why you play that game. If that's why what got you excited, you're missing the fucking point of Mario Maker. It is about playing other people's created maps. It is about sharing what you've made with the world. That's the whole point of Mario Maker, and it's awesome for that you still get to enjoy all of that. You still get to enjoy what makes what made Mario Maker 1 so much of a, of a big seller for the Wii U. It, it is going to be something you want. If you legitimately canceled your pre-order, bye, Felicia. I don't need your toxicity anyway. It is ridiculous to me that your excitement for the game was completely halted by no multiplayer with friends. Like, I'm not saying that Nintendo is right in this regard by any stretch of the imagination. Because it seems like every fucking release they have, they fuck up something. Hey, Mario Party 10 with friends, but no boards. Just, you know, 10 minigames. Uh, fucking kind of sucks. Um, it feels like the only one they got kind of right was Mario Tennis. Um, I mean, I guess Smash as well. But their fucking netcode for that's kind of garbage. That's Nintendo, though, guys. Like, at this point, if you're getting a game for Nintendo's online capabilities, here's a bridge to sell you. Like, it, it's... If that phrase went over your head, there's a point. Um, I, I just... I cannot fathom a world where people go fucking absolutely apeshit and lose their goddamn mind and cry and whine on social media because a feature is not implemented into the game they want 
before that was announced, were you going to get the game? Yeah. It was announced, and then suddenly you're not? That doesn't make any fucking sense. <clears throat> it's like being told, hey, here's a chocolate chip cookie. But I, I could only put in half the chocolate chips I once promised. Like, you were excited about the chocolate chip cookie before I mentioned that there were half chips in it. Are you going to deny the chocolate chip cookie because it only has half the chocolate chips that I didn't tell you previously were there? No. You're still going to enjoy the fucking chocolate chip cookie. And yes, I'm tying fucking Mario Maker 2 to a chocolate chip cookie. Um, <laughs> this is not... A, 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 no fat jokes. I know what it looks like. I just... I, I it's It's such a weird... A weird concept to me to see this nowadays on, on Twitter and Facebook. Like, one tiny thing makes people completely cancel a pre-order. I've seen it with Borderlands 3 and a couple other games. Like, really? You're going to let some stupid shit Randy Pitchford said on his Twitter completely ruin your experience of a game that an entire team worked on, worked very hard on? Uh, hard on. Um, it, it's, it's, just, it's just stupid. It's just stupid. It's downright dumb. There's no other way around it. I'm not going to try to fucking change your mind on it. It's stupid. You're acting like a child. You're acting like a spoiled brat. You might, I might as well call all of you fucking Veruca Salt. You don't want to play the game because multiplayer with friends is not added into the game on launch. Later. I'll enjoy it without you. And millions of other ones, others will enjoy it without you. So... I guess, in summation, welcome to my fucking TED Talk. In summation, uh, canceling a pre-order because of a feature being, you know, just like not implemented like you wanted is why you're wrong. No. And uh, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, that's why you're wrong with great deeds. So, Robin, this is the point where we can talk afterwards. And we just add a little, <laughs> a little added thing. My little okay. added snippet I want to add to uh, Greg's rant is that... Um, Nintendo has always had issues with online. I'm not sure if you've seen their history, yeah. uh, but they've always had issues with online, and they are still struggling to figure it out. So seeing this so, doesn't surprise so, me. So yeah, no, no, I I can agree with you. So it's kind of like when um when you see the basket right in front of you, and the basket is the size of a fucking hallway, and you you're going to shoot the basket. But then you decide to fucking throw it like way left field and it hits the barn that's like not anywhere near that fucking basket, which is what they've done over and over again. It's all good. I'm not trying to knock them. But they've done that a lot. Okay, so <laughs> I I I bring that up because all right. So um and I haven't really like followed enough of like what Mario Maker 2 has has um has done that is um different from Mario Maker One, other than like add like different things, right? So it's like okay, let me let me try to I'm trying to like collect my thoughts here. All right, okay. So would you say that Mario Maker Two could 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 that have been a expansion to Mario Maker One? Yes or no? Uh, no. The way the game was structured and built, it would not have worked. Okay. Um. But the fact that it's it's a it's a full it's a full thing in Mario Maker Two, mm -hmm. you can play with friends locally. You can play with friends like 
uh, if if you have friends who have switches in the same room, you can do that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how. I, 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 you know, we'll see when that comes out. But they, uh, the the representative basically said that, um, due to online leaderboards is why it's 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 you can't play with friends, co-op or competitively. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. Like that. That's kind of that. Kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense considering we've seen people be able to go, you know, you know work around that. Yeah. Uh, but it also falls into like that's just that's Nintendo, and then like yeah, it, yeah. Okay. Okay. But like, here's the thing. Okay. So they 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 said they had said like okay, well, um, co-op for up to like what it's like four players. Yeah. Right? For for, uh, right. for that side-scrolling thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but then even then, even then, even then, the, even then, just just the word co-op, okay? It's like all right, and then the game's gonna be like um 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 online. So like a lot of people are thinking like, okay, well shit, like I can like the reason why I thought this was fucking cool, like okay, if I get Mario Maker two, I can hit up you, Greg, and be like, hey, Greg, let's fucking try to hop into this crazy ass fucking map that's been created that's supposed to be super fucking hard. Let's try and do this shit together, you know? And then you have a bunch of... Cre- I want to clarify, Roman. I'm not saying it doesn't suck. I'm not saying that Nintendo, yeah, 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 yeah. Nintendo shouldn't have fixed it or shouldn't do something to implement it later. What I'm saying is I was excited for Mario Maker 2 when it was first announced. I was going to yeah. get it. They yeah. were like, hey, we have all this shit added. We got fucking Super Mario uh, Land 2, like with Cat Mario. I was like, that's all I need. You've sold me the game. The, the yeah. addition of multiplayer was just an addition. And I was like, that's rad. Yeah. The fact that the multiplayer is still there, just not in the fashion that everyone thought it was, does not, to me, deem a canceled pre-order. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, no, no. I can, I can, yeah. Definitely. That's what, that's what kills yeah. me. It's yeah, like no, no, I mean, I, I, I get it, I get it. It's like, it's like if, if, if you're really in love with that game and that series and whatnot, then... You should stick with it. Absolutely, absolutely. But but, but then even like I said, I, I I still feel for people who are just like, okay, like I can't invite my like friend. Like for for like me, I would want to buy the like game so I can just play with my friends that I can invite. Right, and another point again, like again, Nintendo has always had an issue with this. I mean, look at look at look at their whole solution for voice chat using a a phone in some weird concoction that you can connect to the Switch. Uh, to do voice chat through their app, which is which their app is not great. So with Splatoon, it's, yeah, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of little things that Nintendo does when it comes to their online stuff, and yeah. it's never great. It's always kind of like, oh, all right. They're always like a decade behind everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I heard the news, I, I literally was leaving work and I went, ah, shit. Oh well, still getting it. Like that yeah. was my entire reaction, and then I saw like. A ton of people just like fuck you, Nintendo, and I was just like, <laughs> well, but, okay, but like, so like, so wait, so so uh, so here, here's something that I'm not too clear on is mm-hmm. that if you go into a co-op, is it matchmaking? Yeah, yeah, but with with, with a random person. Okay, so, oh man, like that's just oh that's just so, so you don't know what you're going to get it, it just sucks you just don't know what the fuck you're going to get when you can just oh, easily yeah, no, hit up your friend co-op's going to be garbage until oh, yeah. they implement play with friends <laughs> yeah i mean like because the whole thing about it is like okay like like maybe they're like okay well 
we want people to interact with other people and make friends, right? Like that 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 seems like a very whimsical thing that like they would be after. Right. But then it's just like you don't understand online gaming. People in in random matchmaking are fucking toxic. Like look at fucking Overwatch. I'll give you an example, Robert. <laughs> okay. I'll give you an example of, of how Nintendo did something right that everybody deemed wrong. Um and PlayStation fucked up. Mm-hmm. Usernames. Yep. Oh Everyone's yeah. Like, oh, it's super weird that we have to put in a friend code. Mm-hmm. Well, a friend code allows you to change your username whenever the fuck you want. Whereas with Microsoft and Sony, it's changing your entire friend code. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah. They mm-hmm. they built their system around people not being able to change their username. So in a sense, Nintendo got that one right. I mean, I guess, but just like, well, like, you just go like like years ago where you could be like on like PC on Unreal Tournament and change your name whenever the fuck you want to and it doesn't matter. That's because, again, <laughs> when you friend somebody on, let's say, Steam, you're friending their user account, not their username. Yeah. Yep. But with, with Microsoft and Sony, the problem is, is that it's all like... The username is directly attached to the the uh, friend code, essentially the quote unquote friend code. Yeah. So when when you want to change that username, it doesn't just allow you to change the username on top of the friend code. You have to change the entire friend code, which yeah. is what costs so much money. Which is why they charge you to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah no, no, but I I I totally get your your whole point about the the year wrong. Like mm-hmm. if 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 you're gonna fucking cancel your pre-order and the shit, then you really weren't in it for like what the game was made for yep. thank you uh, i'll do one correction here it's only sony with that problem great not microsoft because <laughs> you can change your name all the time with microsoft um and uh, it's fine but sony's the one well the the thing with the thing with microsoft is that you're still changing your friend code it's just uh that's why it costs ten dollars every time the only thing that made it weird with Sony is because it's tied to it's 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 like what they ended up doing they 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 fucked up because they they tied the username into like your save data. Yeah, that and, was yeah that good point. Like, yeah, what not? So, so that's where Microsoft that's why it was did, fucked up. Yeah, that's why Microsoft did better than Sony. Yeah. Was that your username was not tied into your save data? That's why you're able to change your username with Microsoft as many times as you want, as yep. long as you're willing to pay $10 a pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Sony, it's a hell of a lot more difficult. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. Like, as they, we've they, seen. They, they, they fucking like, did their name change thing. and just like, okay, well, like, these games are completely broken when you change your name. These games are cool. These games might have trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yep. As the game industry uh, turns on, or uh, wheels on, I'm trying to find the right words, um... It is that time of the uh, podcast to end. So before we go, uh, Greg, where can they find you on the internet? You can follow me at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at ChubRuckGeek. You can follow my Twitch account, which is also ChubRuckGeek. I'm sure you saw it above my name or above my head a few times if you're watching this live. If you're listening to it, literally search, search ChubRuckGeek just about anywhere and you'll find me. Um, every Saturday night, almost every Saturday, I'm trying to re-implement um, Saturday night uh, Jackbox nights on yeah. the first channel. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be starting those around like 6, six or 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Um, 
but yeah, if you want to come play some Jackbox games, it's always a fun time. Everyone has a good good time. You just need you just need your phone. Um, I also do a podcast with my buddy Josh called uh, All Cued Up, where uh, him and I uh, we watch t- we watch two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform: Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, what have you. We give our thoughts, impressions, and a grade at the end. Um, we just recorded an episode today that'll be up on Friday. Uh, the 30th, I think it's Friday. Uh, no, this Friday the is the 31st. 31st. Okay. I can never remember which months have 30 and 31st anyway. Um, but yeah, it'll be up. It'll be up at the end of the month. Uh, and we reviewed, uh, a comedy show called, uh, um, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson and a, uh, a short series. I want to say short because it's only 10 episodes for season one called the society. That's actually a fascinating show. I highly recommend checking it out. Essentially, it's uh, a bunch of high schoolers go on a trip. Like 200 high schoolers start to go on a trip. Uh, When they come back, um, they're dropped off in the same town that they left in, like their little their little town of New Ham or of uh, West Ham, and uh, nobody's there. There's no parents, no kids, no animals, nothing, and um, they have to basically survive and create their own society. I um, akin it, or I, I likened it to basically like Degrassi cross Lord of the Flies cross under the dome. <laughs> awesome. Um, but it's great. It's it's a really good show. I, I, I'm, like I get, I gave it an A minus. Josh gave it an A. Spoiler alert. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm going to be doing a uh, a podcast with Josh on Friday night. Um. It's a it's a it's a podcast he's been doing for a while called Masterpiece Shitpiece Theater, uh, where it's basically just a discussion thing for a few for like an hour or so, maybe two hours. Uh, everyone brings in topics and we just kind of shoot the shit. Really, it's it's a lot of fun. But I'll be doing that live on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube, search Realm of Collectors, you'll be able to find it there. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. You can follow me on Twitter at Defective... Oh, wait. Actually, before I go into my spiel, I forgot. Uh, Ramen. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey. Sorry. Hey I'm so used to this. Uh, Ramen, where can I find you on the internet? All right. Well, um, I'm on Twitter at ViciousRamen7. Uh, been kind of getting it going. I uh, tweet mostly just like memes and shit like that, like right now. <laughs> but... I'm mostly on uh, Twitch.tv slash VisionsRaman7. I'm actually going to be starting my schedule next week. Nice. So uh, it's going to be maybe about like three or four days worth of uh, streaming. We're going to be doing uh, going into Sekiro, Mm. Devil May Cry, Kingdom Hearts 3, Mm. and then in between all that, it's going to be Final Fantasy like 14. Uh, We might also do um, between me... And then a few of my friends are going to be probably going through the online story for Red Dead Redemption. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, our, well, my schedule is going to be probably announced next week, probably about like Wednesday or so. Sweet. So, yeah, if you guys want to follow me, Vicious Ramen 7, Twitch, and Twitter. Awesome. As far, as far as for me, as I was saying earlier, you can follow me on Twitter at Defect of Naruto. You can follow the work that we do at MissionStartPodcast.com. This podcast will be uploaded on Monday, the audio version. 
and the, uh, the each segment will be separated into its own thing and uploaded to our YouTube channel um, every day leading up into the next week's podcast. Um, or you can find it there on our YouTube channel, which you can look up Mission Star Tubes. Uh, with that said, next week's going to be our big E3 prediction podcast. Ooh. We are coming up on E3. It is happening the way, the, and just let you guys know, the way the format of this year's E3 is going to be. Because me and Ramen have our work schedules on weekends or what have you, mm -hmm. um, we're going to do the podcast um after the after the press conference are over, um, pretty much later in the day, um, and uh, we're going to talk about the main ones. Um, I know there's definitely smaller ones that are happening, but we're, gonna talk, we're mainly going to talk about the main ones that are happening for the weekend. Um, so be sure to tune in to the stream and also listen to on audio. Uh, it will go out on the same night, and uh, yeah, you'll hear our thoughts on this year's E3 in that format. So, with that being said. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. Magusalations! <laughs>